Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. Uh, and also got your co-host, Keith, sitting over there, uh, drinking out of his Walking Dead cups. Yeah, drinking that good old Budweiser. I thought we weren't doing advertisements. Damn. <laughs> and especially not for them. You know, they make enough money. Well, speaking of which, though, we do have one that we need to read off. Oh, I say I need to read off. So, uh, I was chatting with people about the Black Panther review we did for the last episode. And uh, one of my friends, Chris, was listening to it. He said, hey, man, um, you sound like shit on the podcast. Keith sounds great, but you sound like shit. But. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro. I, I like upgraded when Mike and stuff. He was like, it's, it's not good enough. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and hook you up with, with something a little better. So, um, this is a Yeti. Um, mm. It has a more specific name than that, but it is a Yeti mic. Ooh. And uh, when the mic came, he requested that I read this along with it. So this message came with the mic. You must read this out loud on your next podcast from your angel investor, Christopher Craig, who always reminded me to step my game up and stop working with garbage. So there we go. Man. And I'll keep that in mind going forward. That, that'll be the yeah, one. That's that's a proverb right there. That's that's some, <laughs> that's something to live by. Yeah. Don't don't wash your ass with garbage. Don't record with garbage. Yeah. And so. and never play full price for late pizza. <laughs> Wait, where did that come from? <laughs> Michelangelo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? So, all right, remind me. If I'm crazy. So, in the movie, the original movie. <clears throat> original Ninja Turtles movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that was Domino's they ordered, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, but on VHS, so I, my mom still has this VHS somewhere. Uh, I had the the movie at home. I remember it was a Pizza Hut commercial at the beginning. Like, it was these kids playing baseball. And when they finished the baseball game, they all ran to Pizza Hut. But then, but then it's not Pizza Hut that the Turtles are getting. It's Domino's. They probably... So, Pizza... What it sounds... You know, Pizza Hut probably just did had a commercial with the Ninja Turtles. And then the movie, they just had Domino's as product placement. I gotta say, that probably was, a, you know, something they weren't even thinking about as far as being authors. But, you know, like, oh, yeah, the, the Turtles eat pizza, whatever. And yeah. then they were like, oh, wait a minute, product placement, hell yeah. Yeah, and so so Domino's probably um, put some money to the film, maybe, you know? That's so wacky, though. Like, <laughs> Hey, shit, if somebody gonna give me a couple couple thousands or million-something dollars for my film, man, I'd have it all up in the motherfucking movie. I, speaking of product placement, have you seen the new um, Power Rangers? Like, it's, it's... No, no, you're talking about the movie, right? yeah. No, no, it's Krispy Kreme all in the movie. <laughs> Matter of fact, Krispy Kreme even acts as a as a plot device in the film almost. I don't know and if you'll call Gro- it. Well, so Angel Grove has Krispy uh, Kremes all around it. No, it was one major Krispy Kreme. Okay. But that's where the... Pretty much, from what I remember, that's where she... Re- um, Rita, Rita Repulsa. Repulsa resurrected Goldar. Was underneath Chris Chris Krispy Kreme. I get well. It was. I have to see it. I gotta see how egregious it is. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a lot, man. It's mentioned throughout the film at least. What's a the, few. What's the 
I mean, I was about to say, what's the one? But there's several versions of this. So, you know, of course, they always got, uh, damn, what car model is it in, in the term? Uh, not was Terminator, the Lord, Transformer movies of Michael Bay. So, Bumblebee is a, is what? Isn't he a Camaro? I believe so. And then uh, they, they do all kind of cars. But then it, there's all sorts of product placement, particularly when they go to China. Stuff all over the place. It's like, whatever. Yeah, man. Uh, and it was something interesting that came up recently, and I can't recall what it was. Oh, you know, I think this is worth talking about because it's, it's so stupid. So, you know, the president today met with people uh, from the video game industry about violent video games. And according to the recap of it, the only thing that really happened was they played a clip of like splicing together stuff from like all these different games like Mortal Kombat and uh, like Gears of War and Wolfenstein and all that. They were like, look how violent these games are. And Trump's like, I've been hearing the kids are influenced by these violent video games. And, you know, apparently like nothing's really supposed to come from it. They might have another summit of the video game people, but but that'd be that on that. But in the comments I, of uh, Kotaku, I had a really good time because we were making some really great jokes. One of them was, well, I can see why the president would be so obsessed since they're killing all these Nazis. Damn. And, and I was talking Stein. about Wolfenstein. But you <laughs> But the the thing I don't understand about that, so okay, I guess maybe maybe I'm just talking out of my ass because I ain't got any kids. But just don't let them play the damn game. They got a rating system on the video game. And well, the, the one thing that's true in a way that it wasn't when we were growing up. So, I mean, we had internet and you could, yeah, you could quickly get to porn and stuff like that. But what's a little bit different is even if you were going to do that, there was still an issue of speed. So, like, if I wanted to download any damn thing, somebody had, like, if somebody called, it first off, it was a rap, like, you know, with dial-up. Um, then even on top of that, it was slow. You know, people had cable uh, connections, but I mean, they just the speed just was nowhere near as quick as it is now. Uh, the other thing too, though, is YouTube has kind of transformed how content gets around. Um, like, you'd be really shocked at the things that young kids are uh, able to get to through YouTube. Like, it's, um, I mean, like the Logan Paul thing. Are you familiar with that? Um, the only thing I know about Logan Paul was when he was he was somewhere and he saw somebody hanging. The uh suicide forest out in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I mean it's not there weren't like warning labels like, hey, mature content or something, like it was just there. And normally dude does like a lot of like immature, prankish or like kind of dare kind of stuff, but you know, uh they also like they got a one up what they're doing, so Went to the suicide far, saw a dead body, and he was like, Man, this is like so amazing, dude. Like, I can't believe like I'm seeing this. Oh my god. And yeah, like it he, he didn't handle it right, and so it got a little weird. But I say that to say, um, it's really hard to control what kids see now. But I mean, but I feel it's definitely hard to control what kids see now and here now, but I feel like it's always been like that. But like you said, it, it's more easy everything is more accessible than it was when we were younger. But I mean, you can't shield them from everything at the end of the day. 
I think you as a parent got to be able to to talk with your kids and be involved enough in their lives to explain to them what's right and what's wrong. I and, think there's something to that, but I've seen some badass kids come from some really good parents. So, you know. Yeah, but but they they might be bad just for for different reasons outside of um what they seeing on TV and stuff. It could be the friends that they hang out with at school. Well, I'm talking about just their temperaments even. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. just that's just who you are. You know what I mean? You're just a, you know, knucklehead. Now, I don't mean you, you go crazy and start wanting to shoot folks and all that, but, um, you know, I mean, because the thing is, when it's talking about violent video games, they're not talking about people acting out of class and just being like a, you know, like a Bart Simpson in, in the classroom. They're talking about people being mass murderers and to blame that on video games, which oh, is definitely has a whole another thing. Yeah, that's a whole other thing in itself. What about what about violent movies then? I mean, people bring up violent everything. I mean, the thing is, it, it's it is real to say that media does impact behaviors and attitudes. So, for example, I saw this video. It's like a twelve minute video. Uh, some people out. Uh, in Korea, went around speaking uh, to people. Well, in South Korea specifically, uh, they were going around asking people about Black Panther, what they thought of the film, how uh, they felt the film reflected change in the world as far as discrimination, and how this film affected the way they saw Black people. And one of the things they said was, "I mean, we don't really have Black people around. You know, normally when we see Black people, it's through film, and when we see them in film, it's normally something that's really." You know, negative. Oh yeah. So to see this different approach, you know, uh, shocked a lot of people. Um, should improve race relations in South Korea. Blah blah blah. Like that's how people were talking about it. And oh. even in, um, I was listening to this song by Lupe. I ain't listened to it in so long. I forgot which one it is. It's off uh, Food and Liquor. But yeah. he was talking about how, uh, you know, if you walk around Chicago, and this is true, like there'd be billboards for like. Where they go get an abortion, where they get a gun, getting alcohol, this and that. But like it was always some like that was you know, support some sort of degenerate behavior almost. Like it was almost nothing positive out there. And if you're constantly bombarded with that, then oftentimes, you know, you tend to reflect that. So I do think, you know, there's a Certain sort of responsibility people have toward toward themselves and to the people they're raising, yeah. but like we can't say is I, I don't think it's fifty fifty, but like it, it's more significant than I think we might um, um, give it. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that it don't play a part in it, but I think the part that that like video games, violent video games, and violent movies play are minimal in comparison to what that child goes through on a daily basis. Like, well, I mean, but like, it depends. Like, you... so is that your escape? You know what I mean? Like, if for some people that escape, like if you're playing Grand Theft Auto, it might. But he... before you before you go on into that, I kind of know where you're going. But for you to even have the escape, that means that there had to been certain outside influences that made you want to go to that. Whether well, it's and that's how people. Like, you and I have played very violent video games, right? Yeah. And... And we feel like those things are escapes, but like that doesn't make us want to go do those things outside. And we're game. not, and we're not really violent people. You know what I'm saying? Like I That's only fight happens. if I have to fight. I don't yeah. know about you, but but the but the thing is, is that 
how how people respond to situations are completely different because everybody's brain is wired differently. And to and in my opinion, one of the reasons, one of the things that really breed like those like mass murderers and stuff like that is for one, they have certain mental issues that have never been checked to begin with. So That's even right. in a world where video games don't exist, that would have or violent movies didn't exist, that would probably um still come out in them and they have easy access to the weapons to go around and shoot people anyway i will say there's something really interesting about people not understanding that basically you're taking somebody who might be able to take out maybe like in a crowded place maybe like 10 people like if like there was nowhere to go and you're, you're taking them from from that using a knife or something into a damn supervillain because they got a you know like a some sort of automatic gun, like that's I don't know there's something so weird about that like I don't it just doesn't process for me like why why that's man it's just weird like why do you need a gun that can shoot 200 rounds in a second like ar-15 like this this is weird i think like like what like okay like for real what real life self-defense scenario is there for ar-15 like i've seen plenty for handguns plenty of those but like when is somebody like man and then like a gang of dudes came for me and i put on my ar and everything was okay after that you know you know where that where that come from Movies. Where all that stem from is racism. What? Which part of that? Thinking that like your whole family finna get gang raped by a bunch of black men in the suburbs? Exactly. Or that we gonna just one day snap and then go all kill Mongo on the whole nation. And so like subconsciously, I think in the in the in the everyday white man i can't speak for every white man but somewhere deep down inside to these people that feel like they got to be armed to the teeth they think that black and brown people gonna one day try to take over this country and they just want to be prepared because like just think about it the most anybody i can think of that has like automatic weapons like or or that the people that go the hardest and stuff about like you know these gun rights and and be all with the um and all into the NRA. What do they usually look like? Mean. I mean, we know what they look like, of course. They white. Yeah. I ain't I you know what? I I'm not trying to say black people don't be like that too, but I can't think of not one black person. Oh, uh, well, hey, 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 now that don't we, we from well, Memphis don't do let, that. Let me not overgeneralize it, but I can't think of one. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't know anybody that doesn't have an assault rifle. I'm not gonna say that. I'm saying that I don't know one that's so big on as far as like these gun rights and making sure that they ensure that they have these automatic weapons and things like that, these military grade weapons. Well, okay, so are you? All right, so you're kind of taking them from two different approaches. So look, I know people who love the automatic weapons, but it's not because they're afraid for their family. They just like having the damn guns because they think they're cool. Um, now there are people I know who are afraid like that, uh, but I just, I don't mess with them like that. That makes but, me nervous. I don't like being around people who that damn crazy all the time. Well, I'm saying like for somebody to be that hard on about it, 
I think it's deeper than just thinking something is cool. That's, right, yeah. Well, so you ever been around somebody who just like doesn't mention that they got an automatic weapon just kind of sitting around and then you just kind of like bump into it? Oh, you've seen Betsy. You're like that kind of, you know, oh, what the fuck? Nah. That shit's weird. Because <laughs> like, I'd be like, bro, you got to tell me, like, you got, I mean, I ain't tripping, but like, I kind of want to know. That's it. Like I remember one time, I'm not even gonna call his name out, but I went to a friend's place. wasn't a gun; it was a sword. The man just had, and not just a sword. The man had like a collection of swords just out, and I didn't know they were out, and I hadn't been to his place before. And I was like, "Oh, um, like, do I need to know something?" Like, oh no, no, no! I just got him out because you know, oh, I was gonna, you know, uh, show him off to you know. This person, that person, blah blah blah. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like, but like, can we put them away? Like, I ain't. I, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, people just want to show out weapons. Like, I even knew people who had like a, a a handgun or something, and they just want everybody know that they got one. You know what I'm saying? I was at this dude place one time. Now, this, this is a true story. Like, Jones, like, no bullshit. Like, had guns like in multiple areas. A man had one in the pantry. Like, he's getting coffee. The man had one tape under his fucking kitchen table. The man had one, like, uh, near his man chair. I just was like, man, like, so you really ready just in case some pop up? But my thing, man, I be tripping off the people that be the most strapped be living in the best neighborhoods. They be living in the place where they least likely to have their life threatened. I like, don't think so. Yeah, I don't know a lot of middle class people who have a lot of guns. So, I mean, I've been around like out in the hood. People have some, but like, yeah, they but they they got reason to have. have big guns. They legit will have reason to have. Like, I seen a dude like I think it was last week. Um, me and a friend were out. We was out for brunch. First off, the fact that you know we was out for brunch, we was at a pretty decent place. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When you you know what I'm saying? So we in uh, we in Frisco. It's nice. Frisco's a real nice area out here mm-hmm. in Dallas. And so I see a dude, and I understand. I guess he was a store owner or something, but he looked like super young, and he had like a, a pistol on a holster or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Just look like a regular. Yes, open carry, right? Yeah, he's just a regular looking white dude. But I swear, and I know this is the thing about Texas, <laughs> like. Uh oh. I, I I come to Texas knowing that everybody got a gun. Mm-hmm. Like you hard, especially white people. I ain't met not one that didn't say they ain't have a gun. I, okay, all right, all right. No, no, just for context, say like, you're in the Dallas, greater Dallas area. Yeah. So I think they whole culture is all about having guns. See, like, like <laughs> I, I, the I whole mean, Texas was, culture is I, all about having guns. I was pretty young when I stayed out there for a couple of summers, so like I'm not. I wasn't like going around chatting with people like you know early two thousands asking about you know they their rifles and all that. But yeah, I mean you would see people with them. Yeah, you just like it's just an everyday thing. Like I'm like you're not a cop or nothing. You just walking around with a pistol. And so like I see him and I'm sitting here talking, you know, talking to my friend. And the whole time like the it just it just instantly had me on alert mode. And yeah. like. Like because especially now with people just just snapping and shooting folks, we got folks just walking around with, with pistols. You know what I'm saying? For all I know, he could have just looked at us and said, "Damn, what they what they doing here?" 
Yeah, I don't. The, the one thing I will say in general, like I don't, I don't understand the argument of like the good guy with a gun when somebody came ready with rounds and rounds and rounds, uh, you know, prepared to take on whatever's going down, and you got your your whatever on you. No, like, you could take him out, like for real. That's that real. Um, that's that diehard mentality. Die hard with a vengeance. All these action movies we've been prone to our whole life, and we think somebody gonna be like John McClane, and then just all of a sudden take out all these assailants and stuff. But that ain't how real life works. And yeah, real I mean, life, those cops in, in the uh, Florida high school out in Parkland. I mean, they didn't run up in there. And I'm not saying that's a fault them. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, you want them to do something to mitigate what's going on, but like. I mean, dude got an AR, and you ain't strapped with that. I mean, I'm I'm not excusing it. I just get it though. Like that's. But at the end of the day, know, they was they were still strapped. So, like you said, with that whole ideology being the good guy with the gun, what's the purpose if you ain't gonna use it when it's need to be used? And then he's supposed to man putting te- giving teachers guns, bro. I swear that's like the most goofy. Like, all right. So, oh no! Don't give a teacher a gun because they be stressed. Well, all right. Let's. This is the thing I don't get. Like, <laughs> let's say you're somebody who's actually gone through the training to to handle that kind of stuff. I mean, one thing that you know I hear from from people who I know are in the military. I know many people that are in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hesitation can you know like they. One thing they really try to get through in your training is like be. Uh, decisive uh but obviously like where you can like don't harm people who should not be harmed uh but like hesitation can get you killed period and the idea that a teacher like so for example the president kept talking about how well these teachers love their students blah 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 so therefore they are the right people to handle this and it's like well if they love their students and that's your argument they will hesitate that's true like, I mean, that's that's not that proves you ain't thought it through, yeah. like at all. So, I just, you know, on top of fact, all the other things teachers got to do, and, and you know, props to the teachers that I don't know if you heard about this out in West Virginia who held a strike um, to you know get some better um, situations, not just for themselves but for other uh, public workers out in the state. Uh, you know, I mean, they they walked out. Um, schools were shut down for nine days and they did what they had to do. Um, you know, we should have more of that in the country. They don't get paid enough at all. Um, I actually, you know, was uh, for a short while, I switched to early childhood education. And one of the reasons I got out was the state of Tennessee um, at the time had one teacher's union left in the whole state. And it was in Knox County where I was going to school out in UT Knox. And I mean, the stuff, the vitriol that those teachers received from local politicians, man, like it was, it was insane. So, um, you know, I, I have all the uh, sympathy in the world for public educators. I mean, they don't really get enough credit. They should be getting more funding. I mean, I'm cool with the idea we fund our military, but we definitely should be giving more to education. I mean, that's one area where I feel like, um, Many uh, administrations have failed of late is not supporting teachers more. And, and just schools in general and allowing yeah. universities to 
jack up tuition the way they had, man. It's just crazy out here. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a lot of things that <laughs> I guess we could work on. And it seemed like it, I don't know. It should be more, not not easier, but it should, we shouldn't have certain problems like this. And it happens so much, like these mass shootings, to where like it just become commonplace at this point. Um, it's like it's I just, mean, people keep talking about restricting guns, and you know, it, obviously you need to do that at some point. You can't just let the flood of guns continue. Yeah, I think that need to that need to be the first thing. <laughs> There might need to be some change in, but um, also, man, I, especially when you think about like school shootings and stuff like that, I think a lot of this is perpetuated because of because of bullying, um, because of you know, like I said, is these certain people not receiving the um, mental medical attention that they deserve, and. Like, cause it's it's almost like this country. I think we come a long way as far as mental health is concerned, and noticing when someone has a particular particular mental illnesses. But I think we still got some ways to go, though. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that's really most upsetting, honestly, is. I mean, I think people are genuine on both sides of the issue. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's really upsetting that, like, people can't come to some sort of, like, can't try to meet in the middle. I mean, it's really, I've been thinking about this a little bit recently. Like, you know, you and I, um, are in our early 30s now. And it's, you know, like, I guess we're not technically the generation in charge yet, you know? Uh, we're, like, right there. Uh, and it's interesting. Like, I don't feel any, like, like, I have any more control over stuff than I did when I was, like, a teenager watching this stuff happen. You know? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe that's what it come down to is um, for our generation to be the ones to step up to 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 make that change. Cause now the one <laughs> the one before us, they like they don't give a damn, honestly. And the one that's coming after us. I don't know. They low-key seem brain dead. But yeah. Anyway, I guess it's time for us to go ahead and close out. Um, thank you guys for tuning in with us and rocking with us again here at Meanwhile in the Multiverse. Do please feel free to leave us a review. Um, we really do appreciate it. It'll help us um, make, the show, make the show better for you guys. Um, this episode, you know, we just kind of just went over a couple things and just we just had a lot on our mind that we wanted to express. So, um, once again, thanks for tuning in with us. And peace. Catch you next time.